Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. I pray that you all are doing doing fine on this Wednesday, and thank you for all of those who are joining this call. Um, I am, am humbled uh, by you taking time out of your busy schedules to uh, join our call as far as prayer is concerned. And one thing that I have to admit is that uh, the world in which we live in uh, causes us to, to need to pray and not faint. And so thank you all so much for taking time out of your schedules uh, to join us for a moment of encouragement and then going to the Lord in prayer. Um, tonight, I want to share with you a passage of Scripture from Proverbs 27, 3. Proverbs 27, verse 3. A stone is heavy, and sand is weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than both of them. A stone is heavy, and sand is weighty, but a fool's wrath is heavier than both of them. I want to talk about, for tonight, don't let your grudges wear you down. Don't let grudges wear you down. Anytime you have a grudge in your heart, you are suffocating your spirit. Let me say that again. Anytime you're carrying a grudge, you're choking your spirit. Grudges just do not choke out your sense of joy and your healthier emotions. It strangles your spirit. When you carry a grudge, it's hard to breathe spiritually. A grudge can weigh you down and it can depress your spirit. That's why Proverbs 23, 7 says, A stone is heavy and sand is weighty, but the resentment caused by a fool is even heavier. If you want to carry a grudge, it is like you're trying to carry a huge boulder everywhere you go all the time. It is such an unnecessary load. But you've made the choice to hold on to it. And sometimes you think you can hurt the person who hurt you by holding on to what happened, by staying mad. You think the other person is going to become miserable. By carrying a grudge, you think the other person is going to feel down. And unfortunately, that other person has gone on with their life. They don't care what they've done to you, and you are still stuck. Carrying a grudge is so worthless, and it's not hurting the other person. It's making you miserable. The person you hurt is probably not even aware you're thinking about them, or the person who hurt you, rather, is unaware that you're, that you're thinking about them. Carrying a grudge is like drinking poison and hoping that it kills the other person. And that other person right now may be out there somewhere in Charlotte or some part of North Carolina or some part of this country living their best life, not even thinking about you, moved on with their life, 
and here you are carrying that grudge. Can I say it's a waste of your time? Can I say that it is a weapon that does not work? Can I say you're creating some self-inflicted wounds on your psyche? I know you've been hurt by someone for a long time. I want to say to you as your pastor, I hate that you're carrying that pain. I hate that you are experiencing that pain. I hate that you've been holding on to that pain. But I got some good news for you tonight. They can't hurt you anymore. The only way they can continue to hurt you if you choose to hold on to the hurt and replay it over and over and over and over and over and over again in your mind. Job 18 tells us you're only hurting yourself with your anger. So as I close, stop self-inflicting your pain. You don't have to hurt anymore. Let go of that hurt. Give it to God. When you say your prayers tonight, say, Lord, I'm releasing this to you. And when you do, you will breathe in the fresh, sweet air of freedom and you'll be able to move forward with a sense of purpose and a sense of joy. Like I preached the sermon Sunday, drop your rocks. Tonight, I want to tell you, drop your grudge. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. Drop your needed words. Amen. Yes. Amen. 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 Well, on tonight, um, on tonight, um, let's uh, have a word of prayer. And if you have any prayer concerns, I'm going to ask that you will uh, share them at this time. Prayer concerns. The Welder family. family. Surgery coming up. Okay. Okay. The Anthony family. All right. My Aunt Helen Lynch, the doctor has given her six months to live. She's getting ready to go into hospice. Okay. Wanda Bethay for mental health. Okay. For the family. All right. Regina Tisdale. All right. And I ask that we continue to lift up our um, Pastor Emeritus, uh, Dr. Paul Drummond, and his wife, uh, Lady Thomasina. We want to continue to lift them up in our prayer. And uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer at this time. Our Father and our God, we come to you right now with a myriad of problems and a variety of concerns. In a world where 
we are constantly on the brink of war in this country where black people continue to be disenfranchised and discriminated against, uh, where suicide is on the rise. Well, God, uncertainty uh, keeps our head on the swivel. We come to you because we know that in you there is assurance that you, O oh God, are able to ground our being and keep us steady when everything else is falling apart. We come to you right now, O oh God, because right now we don't know where else to turn and we don't know to whom to turn but you. You are Jehovah Jireh, the Lord our provider. And on tonight's call, you heard the request for provisions, financial, um, physical. God, you are also Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. And you've heard requests, oh God, tonight for people that need peace that goes beyond all understanding. You, God, are Jehovah Rapha the Lord, our healer. Right now, God, there are people who are sick, who are in need of a touch from you. They need to be reminded, oh God, you are still a miracle worker and a way maker. We pray you will move in those situations as you see fit in your sovereign will. God, you're also Jehovah Sakinu, the Lord, our righteousness. In that the wrongs that have been done to us, you vindicate us. The wrongs that have been done to us, oh God, you can take it and turn it upside down and inside out and make it work for our good. And so, God, we pray right now that you would demonstrate yourself in such a manner. You're also Jehovah Shammah, the Lord that is present. And God, in the noonday hour and in the midnight chasm we need to know oh god that we're never alone or forsaken and so lord sometimes folks just need to know they're not going through what they're going through by themselves you're jehovah nisi the lord our banner and lord as we raise you up as the standard we pray right now oh god that you will help us to live in such a manner that people will see you in us and give you glory and desire to do better. God, I thank you for each and every person that's on this call tonight. Bless them individually in such a special way for taking time just to have prayer and to get encouragement from your word. We don't take this for granted, oh God. And Lord, I pray that you will bless their families because they're standing in the gap. They are the fillers of faith for their family. And now, God, as I get ready to close this prayer out, I pray you will keep us and bless us and empower us to leave this moment and go and encourage others in prayer. Now, Lord, bless us with a good night's rest. Empower us to finish this week strong. Prepare our hearts to come on Sunday morning, either 
in the physical sanctuary or in virtual space to worship you in spirit and in truth. In Jesus' name I pray, and we say, before you go, I want you to do me this favor. For those that are on the line, if you have children or grandchildren before Sunday morning, I want you to call either your children and your grandchildren and ask them, how can you pray for them? That's your charge. Mm. All right. Good. 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 Good.